Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1705. Today we're at 0260. Want to know what that is? Keep listening. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in beautiful, sunny Santa Barbara, which is better than rainy Gig Harbor, Washington today, with a very special guest by the name of John Goodman. Hey, John, welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I am totally ready, Mark. Uh, I've listened to the show for a long time, and uh, I'm looking forward to all of the bumps and careening around the corners <laughs> that this ride will entail. But I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me as a guest. You're absolutely. And by the way, I know bumping and uh, jogging down the trail, you, you're known as driving an old Jeep, right? Uh, my daily driver is a 69 Commando, and wow. it feels like I'm, uh, you know, in the Indiana Jones ride, as, as my <laughs> wife would uh, describe it. And our son is no uh, is no longer allowed to, to be in that Commando with me, but it's a fun car. It, it elicits all sorts of memories from my childhood, but also just it's such a visceral experience. That is kind of what I look for in cars. So it, it, it suits all of those purposes. Well, and speaking of your son i want to shout out to you and your wife a huge congratulations listeners uh little nico is in the world with us now another little goodman is with us and this is your first child so you're not only in for a bumpy ride in that jeep but uh life is going to get a lot more interesting now it has gotten much more interesting i didn't realize that i was capable of drinking so much coffee (laughs) uh it's been an incredible experience. Yeah. We're obviously so thrilled, but uh, it, it, it trying as well. Well, congratulations. Uh, it's going to get Thank even you. more fun from here. It does get easier. Just let me tell you that. Uh, you may go for a while without some sleep, but you know what? It does get easier. It gets better, and there's so many great adventures ahead, so congratulations. I'll try to keep you awake on the Thank show you. here, though. That's going to be my, my goal today. Oh, that's never been a problem with you, Mark. All right. Thank you. Well, thanks. That's nice of you. Let me give you a proper introduction. Uh, actually, before I do that, though, Hmm. Let me ask you one little thing that most people don't know about you, John. Most people don't know that I have had a uh, emergency craniotomy and nearly died what? a few years ago and had my life saved. Oh my and gosh. it has it has dictated uh, really kind of some shifts in terms of kind of what I'm looking for in terms of uh, business. And one thing that I will say is. Uh, I had left collector cars by the side of the road to a certain extent, and that whole experience made me really feel, you know, akin and very tightly bound to the things that made me most happy, and they happen to be collector cars. Yeah. So, consequently, wow. I'm back here now, and I'm feeling fantastic, recovered 100%. Uh, it's just, it's a... Uh, it, it was an interesting life event that I hope no one actually has to go through, but it was a good one in retrospect. It, it caused a lot of positives. 
Well, they say that life-altering events, especially near-death events, do this. And it's it's kind of sad sometimes that that has to happen. I'm not saying you had a sad life because you did not. You've been a successful guy. But I understand. I've talked to a lot of people that have had this happen to them. And if anything, those of us who are fortunate not to have to cross that barrier can learn from this is, you know what? You need to make every day count. That's what Cars yeah is all about, inspiring automotive enthusiasts who figured out a way to, to really put their passion into what they do. And so many people go through life just kind of going through the motions, living for that day down the road that they can do something. And you know what? You might not get to that day. So you better start doing what you love today. And that's what we're going to talk about here with John. Let me give you a a proper introduction. So happy you are still with us. Sure. John Goodman launched his first collector car dealership in 2003. He has sourced, acquired, refurbished, marketed, and sold over 750 automobiles since then. He is also the co-founding principal in a very successful commercial real estate development, management, and investment firm, together with his longtime friend, Devin Crail, who's going to be a future guest here on Cars, yeah? If we can just nudge him along, you're going to help me do that. They launched the automotive enthusiast site 0260.com. That site's daily fast finds have become must-reads for subscribers who see highlights of what they call the most intriguing cars for sale on the internet, delivered right to your inbox every single day. The site includes educational elaborations and comments by the 0260 team of automotive enthusiasts. We'll be back in just a minute to learn more about John's life and maybe a little bit about fatherhood. But first, a word from our valued sponsors that make this show possible. So keep your seatbelts on. We're going to sip a little more coffee to keep John awake, and we'll be right back. The best way to protect your vehicles is with a quality-made, custom-fit car cover made by Covercraft. It's the best way to preserve your vehicle along with the meanings, memories, and experiences that they give us. I've been protecting my vehicles with Covercraft since 1975. That's right. You'll find a multitude of options depending upon your individual needs. Indoor covers including form fit, fleece satin, and their unique view shield. Need a cover that will protect your ride outside? Their quality options include Weather Shield, Weather Shield HD, Weather Shield HP, Sumbrella, Reflect, Carhartt, Evolution, and NOAA. Covers for cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, and watercraft are all available. Whether you're looking for rain protection, UV shielding from the sun's damaging rays, breathability, dust protection, snow protection, ding protection, and protection from those paint-destroying bird droppings. Live in a windy area? Covercraft Gust Guards are a must-have option. Worried about theft? They also offer cable locks and built-in grommets that keep your cover safely on your vehicle. Their website makes ordering fast and easy, and their talented customer service department will walk you through any of the questions you might have. They can customize a cover for almost any vehicle. And I've got a deal for you. Use the code YEAH120 at Covercraft.com, and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. That's right, 10% off. Just use the code yeah, Y-E-A-H-120 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. American Collectors Insurance, that's who now protects my Porsche Turbo. Yeah, the one I call my orange crush. When it came time to renew my policy, my carrier jacked my rates up, even though I'd been with him for years. I'd never made a claim. No tickets, nothing. What's with that? Adios. So I started shopping around and kept hearing about American Collectors Insurance from fellow automotive enthusiasts, friends, and folks in the car industry. I did some investigating and learned that American Collectors Insurance have been protecting collector vehicles since 1976. I'm not a price shopper when it comes to insurance. I want to be able to sleep at night. 
I also want agreed value protection for my special ride. With an agreed valued policy from American Collectors Insurance, I'll be paid what my vehicle's full agreed value is, a number I set with the insurer at the start of the policy so I know there will be no surprises about what my car's value is, should something terrible happen. I shopped around and decided to protect my car with American Collectors Insurance. Give them a call for a quote today at 866-ACI-YEAH, that's 866-224-9324, and protect the ones you love. Make sure you tell them Mark sent you. You'll be glad you did. American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. All right, John, we're back, and uh, John's still awake, I'm happy to say. So uh, despite his lack of sleep at night, I would love for you to start with a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life. I like to say it's a great way to get the inspirational tires rolling a little bit here. So, John, you're awake enough now so I can tell you to grab the wheel. All right, just a moment. Uh, This is one that I actually have to read, but I've used it in social media now for the last, I don't know, six-plus years. Uh It's uh, a Rud- Rudyard Kipling, or Kipling quote, yep. and if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same, yours is the earth and everything that's in it. That, especially in the context of you know having that uh, near-death experience, that has really kind of something, it's, it's been a quote that has really spoken to me over the years. It, it kind of defines the way that I look at life from this point forward. Well, you can't go wrong with Kipling, that's for sure. So, that's true. Absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit about Zero Two Sixty and how you've incorporated that sure. concept into the business. First and foremost, where'd the name come from? Uh, we have this team. There's six of us. That we meet every morning and we decide, we, we search for cars and then we decide which six or eight or ten. It depends on the cars, how many we actually end up writing about it's a team of us. We laugh. We have a great time with it. And the the name was thrown out there along with 25 others, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a consensus. It was actually not one of my most favorite, but uh, I will defer to the to the smart people that I that I'm working with. Yeah, well, that's always a good thing to do. And and to have a great team around you, which obviously in all your business ventures has proved to be very successful for you. So let's dive into 0260. Sure. You know, I have to say, when I first heard the name, I went 260, 260 degrees. What does that mean in my brain? So it got me thinking Mm -hmm. and it got me to remember your name, which is a good thing, right? That was the definition. That that was how I was convinced that it was a good name. Is you don't know necessarily the first time you type it into a URL line, but then if you think about it for just a second, you probably won't forget about it. You know that that's a hard thing to replicate. So I I was willing to go with it. Okay. Well, let's talk about zero two sixty. Explain to my listeners that haven't yet heard about you guys what it's all about why you're doing it, what's cool about it, what they might expect to find, and uh, I'll let you take it away. Sure. So uh, my partner and I have known each other for a long time, but we both have operated kind of boutique, small collector car dealerships for the better part of 20 years. And what happened is we've talked about partnering on multiple occasions. We, We have partnered in some cars and, you know, had some fun along the way. But what we were doing was talking about some new iteration, something that kind of spoke to our both of our kind of editorial or uh, journalistic intents. And 
when COVID happened, we were just sitting on our hands. You know, I mean, all dealerships effectively had to close for at least a month plus. And in that moment, we said, well, there's a site that we want to see, but it doesn't exist. So why don't we take this opportunity to create it? And really, the way that it started was uh, we were constantly searching for cars for our own inventory, but also just because we enjoy looking at cars. And uh, right when COVID started, we started uh, emailing a big chain of our best friends in the industry, enthusiasts, etc. And we got a bunch of feedback that, you know, why don't you start sharing this with the public? And so we enlisted a friend that uh, that has experience in web development. I know nothing about it. I'm uh, as our IT blunders this morning or this afternoon. <laughs> hey, but we got uh, it figured out, man. Know, so don't don't well, tell we the audience get, we don't know what we're doing. We're experts. We're experts. <laughs> well, we did figure it out. But yep. point being, uh, I don't know anything about about web design. We do have a mutual friend that was that was able to create the site, kind of exactly the way that us and our team that was built through friends that were also on that email chain, I uh, want to see a site. And so what we do is effectively we look at, uh, you know, I can't guarantee that I see everything, but I see pretty much every privately listed collector car on a daily basis. We have a morning meeting where we, you know, laugh about them, find all of the best things and all the worst things about them. And the very best cars end up getting a post written about them by either me or my partner or one of our team members. And we all kind of work collectively to write, edit, post, you know, even social media. You know, we've got a very good following on on Instagram, which you know, it was shocking. All of this was started effectively as a passion project. And, you know, we've we've gotten a lot of response. And so obviously now we're kind of doubling down on that and seeing where it goes. Well, I think it's tremendous. You know, some of the coolest things happen when there's a void scene. It's kind of like racing. You see an opening in the track. If you don't take a Uh, that opportunity and dive in there it closes pretty fast someone else does it or it goes away or you just totally blow the apex and you go off track right so (laughs) in this case you saw that uh, that void and you took it which is great this is another great example of this this horrible pandemic we're all dealing with Uh, it seems like we're going into another round of closures and all this stuff right now which is just terrible but I have had so many very, very talented people on this show since I do them five days a week that have found out ways to work around it, to do very cool things. My guest yesterday was uh, Jack Roush. He did uh, iRacing this year when they knew they couldn't go to events and brought people together. I mean, there's just so many cool things. Everybody is trying to find unique ways. In a way, I'm a little bit COVID proof now. Knock on wood. I don't want to say that too loud because something could <laughs> blow up in my face. But I've still been able to deliver all these great shows. So kudos to you guys. It's basically 0260, Z-E-R-O, 260.com, correct? Correct. Z-E-R-O and then the numbers 260.com. And to your point, Mark, silver linings. We probably never would have done this if COVID wasn't happening. We would have been too busy. And somehow that also has turned out to be fortuitous. We'll see. But we're certainly having a lot of fun doing it. You know, it's entirely free for users. There is no business model attached to it. This is something that we are really enjoying doing. And, you know, I guess we'll see what happens with it. But the numbers are things that we never could have expected. And and I'm so grateful that you're helping me uh, share it out there. We, We want... You know, we want enthusiasts. This is kind of a, a 
cars and coffee online that we want to go to. These are random cars. There's a massive range. Uh, it can be a $3,500 you know, Toyota or it can be a $350,000 uh, car with race experience. Sure. Uh, you know, And the hope is that we actually get to connect with some people that we were missing during COVID. You know, I mean, there weren't any events for at least two or three months and, and we, uh, we were missing it. So we, you know, we're hoping that we can replicate that online, I guess, for the time being. I think so. So people go there. Can they sign up so they receive those daily notices? Yeah, there's a daily email. Uh, but also, I, I do want to stress this because, you know, we built this for what we wanted to see. There is no obligation whatsoever. Yes, you can sign up for the daily email, but you also can just go to the site without subscribing. Uh, we don't want people to feel caged or, uh, you know, tied into anything. There's no joining. There is no, there's no advertising on the page. These are, you know, this is, a, this is an enthusiast site. It's a passion project that we hope to share. Oh, awesome. Love that. Love the sharing. Well, I always like to ask my guests, you know this, you're a regular listener of Cars Yet, yep. to share a big challenge they face. Uh, you kind of know the rules of this thing. So walk us through and then tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum or learn a really valuable lesson you can teach us all here in your life. Uh, you alluded to that with your accident, with your, your head trauma. That was definitely a challenge, uh, but I'll, I'll pivot from that just to give some variety. My business partner and I, not the same business partner, but the partner that I started a dealership with, we have definitely been through highs and lows. And uh, when you run down to that moment where you've got like two and a half weeks of payroll and you realize, wow, I've got to go raise some, some money. That was very interesting. You know, we started this as, it's a fun story, but we started it when we were in high school. And uh, we initially conned our parents into very little money to go and split one car mm -hmm. that we made, you know, like $800 on or something. And we thought that we were the king of the world. Yeah. And then halfway down the line, all of a sudden, those numbers have been extrapolated to very large numbers. And there's a call on a loan. And you just, you just have to go out and find those people that know you, that know that you're honest, that know that you are trustworthy, and try to sell them. It is a very stressful moment. Uh, but it's one of those moments that I think a lot of people have to face in their lives at some point or another. And ultimately, the, advi the only advice that I have is... If you look someone directly in the eye and they know who you are and where you come from and you're being straightforward, even if the deal's not that good, it will come to fruition. Mm. Someone will step in. And whenever anyone is really stressed out, I've got a brother-in-law that you know was mildly anxious about how life is going to go, etc. That always will come to fruition, provided that you are straightforward and you know you're. You're just making direct eye contact with someone that you trust. So I can't say that it's really a, a great life skill, but it's potentially reassuring. It certainly has been for me. It has never failed. Well, it's true. And it's good to have great people around you. I remember a time in my life where I was very stressed about things. And my late father-in-law, who was such a great man, I was talking to him about it. And he just looked at me, like you said, in the eye. And he said, don't worry, Mark, everything will be okay. And just that yep. little bit of confidence. And even today, whenever things aren't going my way, I just remember those that voice. And it just gives me peace. And I realize, okay, 
I got to just find the right way, but I'll figure out how to do it. But you also said something else, and that alluded to being honest, being forthright, being a good person in business, because when you need to reach out for help, people will remember you and they'll feel good about you and they'll come to your rescue, your help, whatever it might be. And uh, that means you got to walk the talk and be a good person your whole life and not Bernie Bridges. That is true. And especially in the context of having had a car dealership. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> for oh, yeah. years. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, it is something that is so important. And realistically, what I what I love about the way that the internet has shifted things, there is transparency in general. It is very difficult for a dealer to be a slimy used car dealer anymore. And you know, I, I would like to think that I had exhibited that regardless, but now I feel like between the bring a trailers and the P car markets and the you know collecting cars and even the conventional auction houses are are starting to you know have the same kinds of sites. Right. It's a different market. It's a different world, and I'm frankly personally very happy about it because if I'm trying to buy something, I don't necessarily want to fly to uh, the other side of the country. It's nice to see all of the pictures, all of the transparency, and I feel like it's kind of just shifted the way that people are looking at cars. And so we don't post anything on our site that we have any questions about. If there is an issue, then we'd rather just pass. We've got too many other cars to look at. So it's a new world for the collector car market, and I'm I'm glad to be writing posts about the cars that are in it. I think it's a good thing. It's good for everybody. It's good for all consumers. I just recently bought a very expensive item as a gift for someone in my family from a very reputable country, uh, country <laughs> company. I'm not going to yeah. beat them up right yet, but they have really, really upset me. They've been so poor in delivery in so many ways. And I'm just kind of shocked because it's a, if I mention the name, everybody go, really? And uh, I, you know how I finally got through to them. I'm not done with the thing. My wife said, go to their Facebook page, start posting mm-hmm. and i tell you what that finally got somebody took them a few days but they responded uh we'll see how they carry through before i completely lose it with them but uh yeah it's good it's good for the consumer and uh i think it holds everybody's feet to the fire awesome awesome story let's say thanks to our sponsors again here and we come back i want to dive into your personal passion for cars so sit tight keep your seatbelt on we're in santa barbara where the sun is shining with john goodman Kevin Buckler is a winning racer and team owner of the Racers Group. He has over 100 professional wins, multiple wins at the 24-hour of Daytona, and a win at Le Mans. Kevin realized the racing world is about the people and founded Adobe Road Winery. He and his team have created a winning combination with the Racing Series, four ultra-premium red wine blends that are in a class of their own with a racing twist. Just like in racing, these wines comprise of art, precision, engineering, science, superb taste, all blended together with a whole lot of fun. There are four carefully crafted blends with race-inspired names, Redline, Apex, Shift, and the 24. When you purchase all four, you get the entire lineup in a beautifully designed gift box. There's a printed description of the blends inside the box lid, and every bottle is parked in a protective die-cut placeholder. The bottles feature three-dimensional labels, and I promise you'll want to keep them after enjoying these delicious wines. The box is so cool, you'll want to keep it too. The Racing Series is a killer gift for the automotive enthusiasts in your life, and I have a deal for you. If you use the code CARSYEAH, all one word, 
all caps, at checkout, you'll get $10 off any purchase of wine from the Racing Series. Your wine ships promptly and arrives quickly. Use the code CARSYEAH at checkout for $10 off on your purchase today. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the Racing Series. Go to adoberoadwines.com and use the code CARSYEAH today to get your deal. Cheers. Let's step away from the conversation and talk about our charity of choice here at Cars Yeah, America's Automotive Trust. America's Automotive Trust is a group of like-minded nonprofits that are working together to preserve and promote car culture across the country. Together, they provide scholarships and grants to aspiring technicians and restoration artists. They provide youth education programs and bring communities together through auto-related events, car shows, and drives. Among these nonprofits is TechForce Foundation, a great organization dedicated to solving the technician shortage that threatens the transportation industry today. By providing career development resources and increasing awareness and enthusiasm for the tech profession, TechForce is bringing bright young students into the auto, diesel, aviation, marine, motorcycle, motorsports, and restoration worlds. To date, they've awarded more than $10 million in scholarships and grants to tech students. And in times like these, I don't have to tell you how essential those techs are. Keeping our delivery and emergency vehicles running and keeping America rolling. To learn more about TechForce or to make a donation to this cause, visit www.techforce.org. You'll be glad you did. All right, uh, we're back, and I'd love for you to share a story that instigated this passion that you have for cars, John. Obviously, it sounds like you've been into them. I mean, you started a car business when you were in high school. Holy cow, that's pretty darn cool. So what was that pivotal moment in your life when you knew, you know what, I'm a car guy? Well, there are a couple of stories that kind of provide the necessary explanation. One is my father has always been a Porsche guy. And so I came home from the hospital in a 356 SC that my that my mom. How cool is that? Yeah, that my mom very quickly forced him to sell. Wait a minute! It wasn't the safe. Mom. It wasn't the safest thing. It wasn't the safest <laughs> thing for a for a small child. So instead, he bought a I don't know. I I think it was a Mercedes 300 diesel or whatever that was you know a tank. Slow a literal a tank. tank. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, you know I. I don't know if it's just that I saw the photo or if I genuinely remember the car, but I remember that visceral early Porsche four cylinder air cooled kind of visceral feeling. And, and that has always stuck with me currently have one right now and that I get to drive every once in a while. It's not mine, but uh, a good client of mine is allowing me to store it so that I can stare at it every day. Nice. So that has been a lot of fun. Then beyond that, for whatever reason, I don't know how this transpired, but my parents have told me that when I was in a stroller, I was able to point out some of my first words were Dodge, (laughs) Cadillac, Mercedes, Jaguar. And I don't know where that came from. Uh, My mom's uh, guess is that I was looking at all of the emblems on the wheels because they were at eye level for me. But I don't know where that came from, but I've I've been uh, a car guy through and through my entire life. Anything that can create a kind of fun moment when you're not looking for one is exactly what we're all in this for. 
You know, I mean, they, they create fun moments when you are looking for them, too. But it's that, you know, even just as I'm driving home in that 1960s Jeep Commando, you know, that's a ridiculous car. It's, it's not actually a good commuter. <laughs> Probably but not. <laughs> it's a, but it's a lot of fun to drive on the back roads, bouncing around the road. It's something that I genuinely enjoy. And, you know, I don't want any situation where I don't have to experience that or I can't experience that. So this is been a lifelong passion stepped out of commercial real estate because i didn't want to leave it by the side of the road pun intended (laughs) and you know it's something that i just it'll always be something that i enjoy to its fullest and i can't wait to share it with my newborn son you know i don't know how many kids that are born in 2020 are going to be able to drive stick but I'm going to tell you that he is. Well, my kids both learned how to drive uh, in a car and on a stick in my 72 911S Porsche. So, oh, that's amazing. I did that just so they could always say that's how they learned how to, or what they learned to drive in. So, there you go. Well, let's speak about first cars. I would love for you to share your first. This is really special vehicle. First car that you maybe saved up for, finally got. What was it? And maybe share a memory about that vehicle. Oh, I've got a couple of stories here that that are that are fantastic, but I I will actually defer to my actual first vehicle. This is obviously before I'd started a car dealership, so I didn't know how anything worked, but I convinced my dad that a salvage title E36 BMW 325iS coupe with an M Technic package on it, which I don't even think they offered, so it was probably fully aftermarket, was a very good deal. And so I saved up for the better part of two years. He drove me down. We found this car. And then he drove it back because I didn't know how to drive stick. And then the really fun part is Santa Barbara has this fun aspect of it, which is there's a beach community, but then the mountains almost dive right up from the beach. Yeah. And so behind uh, my parents' house... On a public street, he drove me up in the BMW. He put the e-brake on, and then he got out of the car and walked back to the house and said, you're going to figure out how to <laughs> get up that hill. Yeah. And that is how I learned how to drive stick. So that is a car for me that I will, I, I will probably always seek one out. I will probably always be trying to find a really nice M3 would obviously be fantastic, but let's just go with a 325 or 328 IS, E36. Fantastic cars, fun to drive. Obviously, they've kind of become modern classics, so I wasn't wrong in 2003. So it's that that is that's a, that's a strong one for me for sure. Yeah, well, you better grab one up now because they're starting. To come I know on they're strong. getting too expensive. Yeah, yep. I had two E36 M3s. So my, those are my first track cars and my daily drivers. I used to uh, drive out to the track, load up my back seats in my trunk with uh, slicks, and uh, take them off and put them on, and then drive home. You know, on the street car, uh, street tires. But marvelous cars. I mean, fantastic. Mine were M3s. I would hold out for an M3 if I were you. Oh, I know. I know I will, too. I I did actually subsequently have an E36 M3, and they're fantastic cars. It's uh, just at 16, that was a a stretch further than my father was willing to allow me. Well, it's the insurance, too. You know, my son's first car was an 01 328CI, and it was Mm -hmm. a manual. Great car for him. We had it for, yeah. he had it all through college. And, and then uh, when he got his first job, he lives in Frisco and doesn't really need a car there. And he didn't want to leave it on the street because he didn't want to trash. So we sold it to a good friend of mine. And that was his daughter's first car. So uh, Nancy is that car's name. So 
Well, now now you still are able to visit it. I wish I could visit mine. Well, there you go. Now, uh, here's a bit of an introspective question for you, John. You listen to Cars, yeah? So I'm going to crawl into your head a little bit here okay. and ask you what kind of vehicle would John Goodman be? Not what you want to be, but how you perceive yourself. Uh, yeah, it is always, Mark, it's always the toughest question, and I, I have listened to countless guests <laughs> Thank uh, you. question what they're supposed to say here. To me, this is potentially both self-aggrandizing and self-deprecating. Okay. I think that probably I'm, I'm going to be completely forthright. Series 2 E-Type. Okay. Mechanically, it's a lot of fun, but it also might leave you by the side of the road a little bit. <laughs> and it's not what Enzo said was the most beautiful thing that ever existed. It's, you know, it's a, it's an iteration. It's a, a little bit of a improvement, I guess, arguably, certainly in terms of the driving experience. And I'm a huge Porsche fan. I love that they are just constantly improving every single year. There's a slight improvement. I think that for Jaguar, that's not as common an occurrence, and uh, the Series 2 represents that to me. Plus, they're just beautiful cars, and they're fun to drive. And it's expensive, but not crazy. That's the other thing. Well, nice choice, my friend. Back when I was a kid, I had a detailing business, and being a listener, you've probably heard that story. But one of my guests had a 72 V12 E-Type, and I used to ride my bike from La Jolla, California, down to the very end of the boardwalk in South Mission Beach, where he lived. He was kind of this playboy cool dude he was a college professor and played volleyball on the beach but he had this white e-type series two that he would let me drive back to my house in detail two or three it was a two series two 72 okay. oh, i got it right yeah i think yeah, that's series well two. uh 71 i think was the final oh well the series two he might have been 4.2 liter okay. is the one that i was referencing but i think the three is starting in 72 okay well you would know better than me so uh i just love riding driving that thing and i just felt like a king driving that thing it was so cool top down driving through mission beach pacific beach uh up in la jolla and then get to spend all day what i didn't like about it was detailing the wire wheels uh, oh my gosh what a nightmare <laughs> but he always tipped me well and you know I'll, I'll give everybody a little trick now back then they didn't have all the cool stuff i used to use the widest shoelaces that i could buy and i would dip them in soapy water and i would put them between the laces and go back and forth and back and forth like flossing your teeth i would floss the wires that's genius i've i've <laughs> never thought of that that's amazing he'd always give me an extra big tip so uh i took the time to do it and he was always marveled at how did you get those wheels but i knew he was a tough driver because those wheels were always black when i got that car he was heavy <laughs> on the brakes let's say all right john we are entering the last lap i'm going to fire off some uh, quick questions here get some quick answers sure. from you so here we go what's one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your successes in life Oh, that's an interesting question. The first is effectively, if you do in fact care what you are pursuing, then the amount of hours will dissipate in your own mind's eye. And so, you know, even this funny passion project of writing about some cars, yeah, uh, we're, we throw a crazy amount of hours at them because we care. And so that is, uh, that's kind of my key to anyone that I would ever try to give anyone advice about. If it's something that you're generally passionate about, then those hours will dissipate. You won't even know that they have passed. 
Oh, yeah. Tell that to a guy who does five podcasts a week. About there to, you go. About to start another yeah. one. Sometimes my mom will say, why don't you take a break? And I go, well, if I was out in the garage playing, would you tell me to take a break? I like what I'm doing. This is fun. Yeah. You know, you're not doing forensic accounting for, you know, something. I hire people just, for that. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. I mean, th- this is this is all fun. And, and the smiles are worth the miles, I guess, yeah. is uh, what... Uh, an old dealer told me. Yep, so there you go. Absolutely. Now, if I could wave a magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? Oh, that's a tough one. They're all tough questions, Mark. But uh, I would say you've probably already interviewed him. I'm not sure I've heard him on your show. I think that Bruce Meyer comes across as the most gracious, cool guy that you could ever possibly meet and then let alone you start looking at what he actually has in his collection and it's startling i i could throw plenty of other names there but i think bruce would be a a nice guy to have a a nice lunch with especially in his garage absolutely yeah Yeah, we'll get we'll get doordash yeah (laughs) we can do it we can do it from your collection yeah Yeah, yeah what we'll do is we'll we'll find out when he's going to order doordash and you and i can show up and bring the meal and we can all sit down and have a nice meal yeah bruce has been a guest a couple times here Uh, i've known him for a long time gosh 20 plus years now i call him the quintessential car guy and you know he's just a nice person and his collection is over the top insane and yeah that's be pretty darn cool number one okay Number one. I mean, that, that, you know, it just, it just would go on and on like that yeah. if I was in that garage. I think so. What's the best automotive advice anyone has ever offered to you? So actually, my, my current partner's father has been a, uh, he was a boutique dealer, very high-end dealer, Charles Crail, for, gosh, 55 years or something. I mean, he started back on Sunset Boulevard in, in L.A., when you could go buy a 1930s Bentley for $1,100 or something. <laughs> yeah. He has given me the advice that quit trying to, con- to change people's minds. Quit trying to change anyone's mind when it pertains to a car. I can give, and I routinely do this, as much advice as I possibly can about buying anything. But it's the one that actually gets that fire in your chest going. And I can never change that for anyone. That That is symptomatic of every individual person has a slightly different perspective. Right. And so my best advice there is maybe you can logic yourself out of buying any car, mm-hmm. but it's the one that actually uh, makes you smile the second that you think about it that is probably worth buying, even if it makes no sense whatsoever. That is always my best advice. Yep. Well, Charles was a guest on the show here not too long ago. So if any of you listeners missed that show, go back and listen. Yeah, that's a guy that's been around, been there, done that. That's for oh sure. Oh my gosh, Mark. Mark, you're going to, if if you wanted to do a full 14-part series documentary, <laughs> he has more stories than you could ever imagine. And they're all fantastic. Absolutely. I'll definitely have him back for a return visit one day. Now, when it comes to resources, I think uh, 0260 would be the first one I would add as an answer to this question. Is there another go-to that you find yourself enjoying quite often? Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, I've been using Hemmings my entire life. I've been going to bring a trailer since probably 2008. I think that they've done a spectacular job. Uh, You know, really, it's kind of 
What is fair market? That's a very good place to start. I have sold cars on various sites. Really what it comes down to is, is there a platform to really kind of experience the car? And when you go to some of the larger, I'm not going to name names, but if you go to some of the larger classified sites, you're getting kind of small pictures and not a whole lot of understanding of what it is that you're looking at. And so I always lean towards everything that is skewed a little bit differently. And I, I would have to give that credit to Hemmings, Bring a Trailer. I think there are some other competitors that have sprung up that I think are kind of in the same conversation at this point. That, to me, now allows me to potentially look at a car and say, yeah, you know what, I'm going to bid on this or I'm going to buy this. I don't need any more information. Yes, I should probably get a PPI, but... Uh, okay, too many pictures. I get it. I think it's good. Now, is there a book you've read that you think our listeners should read and learn a little bit from? Oh, that's a good question. I've read a few things <laughs> since college, uh, but here's the problem. I went to f film school in production, so it wasn't a whole lot of reading. It was reading screenplays. In terms of books, I'll give you two answers, and this has nothing to do, and you're going to end up cutting this, Mark. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I think Howard Zinn's History of America is a fantastic book. I think that it is not just required reading, but something that we all should probably look back on as this world is changing. And then beyond that, this one you might be able to use, so I'm going to give you a brief pause. Definitely, if there's a book, it's uh, I'm going to go with uh, Haggerty's Price Valuation Guide <laughs> or Sports Car Market. I think Keith does a great job. I think the whole magazine is great. These are two books that I reference almost on a daily basis as we try to find the best cars for uh, zero to 60. Absolutely. Well, even Howard uh, Howard's book, History of America, awesome book. Definitely will leave that one in there if nobody, or well, no, somebody out there listening has read it. Got thousands of listeners here. But well, yeah, only half the country. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Absolutely. You'll find everything that John has shared today on his Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in John Goodman, spells just as it sounds, and you'll find everything he's been so kind to share. All right, we're up to the checkered flag. You've been here before with many of my guests. I'm going to buy you a collector car today. Anything you want doesn't matter what it is but you know the rules uh got to be a keeper got to be something you enjoy and it's the only collector car you can have that makes it a bit of a challenge what am i buying john goodman today it is such a uh, miserably difficult question to answer because there's so many i know in general this is something that you will probably have some affinity towards you have you've got a 930 right i do yeah I love 930s, but I really feel like a G50 80s 911 coupe, uh, slick top if possible. That is something that I would just never part with. Uh, the second that I, and I've had a, a handful of them. I used to buy them when they were in the 20s yeah. and had a great time. Yeah. But uh, they've clearly gone way up. That being said, that is such a, it, it's a driving experience that I, I, I don't know that I can replicate it or that I can exceed it if that makes any sense it's okay. su just such a pure visceral simple well-engineered great looking comfortable i mean i, I where, where's the negative i don't know <laughs> 
I, so, I know. So. I've got one. Yeah, my uh, Orange Crush, which my followers know all about. But yeah, it it is really a, a wonderful progression. I've had a lot of 911s through the years, and they just keep being the same, but getting better and better and better and better. And yep. that 80s era, and that's probably why for the last 12 years, I've landed on my 87 Turbo. Uh, and it also has to do with back in those days, I wanted a new one, but you know, I was young, new house, new baby, wasn't really in the cars, wasn't a smart way to spend my money. But now that I'm in a different place uh, and the kids are through college, which whatever you're saving, you better triple it because it's going to get <laughs> nasty when you, your son's that age. Oh, but boy. but uh any rate, that's a perfect one. So if we talk about the G50, of course, awesome transmission in those things. And you want a coupe, which I love. I, I had a convertible for a while. I had an 84 Cabriolet that was a daily yep. driver in San Diego, which was a great car. But Do I you remember when the Cabriolets were worth more? I do. That yeah. was so weird. It I know. Was, it, it's so funny how that shifted. That 3.2 with the G50, it just is, it is, you know. It, it yeah, it's everything. Drive through any canyon. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing too is the difference between a really flawlessly sorted example and one that really isn't mm -hmm. is dramatic. Oh, yeah. So uh, what I would rather do is find one that was, you know, probably a little bit cheaper, probably a little higher miles, but had really had all of that attention paid uh, mechanically. And who cares about the valuation? It's never going to go down. You know, I mean, it, it, they're fantastic cars. So that easily comes to the top of the list for me. Do you have a, a color option just so I get you the right car? Yeah. Well, I love, gosh, there's so many. You know, I'm going to go out on a very weird limb here and go with, it's called, is it Cassis? The like pink metallic? <laughs> just for, just wow. for the unique, just for the uniqueness of it. Obviously black, navy blue. I love Grand Prix white. I personally don't dislike Guards Red either for that matter. Mm -hmm. uh, but if we're looking at something that's a lifer, let's go with, you know, something that raises an eyebrow every once in a while. Well, you know, that's a pretty cool color. I mean, that's a really wild color. Also, uh, was it Ruby Stone, which is kind of mm -hmm. a crazy color, you know? Yep. You know, I just had Pete Stout on my show not too long ago, and he puts on that rare shades and always wants me to bring my paint-to-sample Porsche, which is a one of only three metallic orange paint-to-sample car, not even a That's Porsche fantastic. color. Yeah, but I love those really, really rare colors. Uh, that mint green was awesome. Oh, that's fin That's great. Back in the I, day. You know, the PTS colors weren't really implemented in the 80s cars, or even 90, early 90s cars, for that matter, 964s. So finding them with a rare color, it kind of, I don't know, it just it adds another layer that's something that I definitely would be interested in as opposed, I love Grand Prix white, you know, but it's Grand Prix white. Classic you know? Porsche racing <laughs> color, you know, that's kind of yeah. the way it goes. Well, John, you've yeah. taken me on a fun ride and he stayed awake the whole time, which is good. You know, now he's going to pass out right when we're done here because of the lack of sleep with a new baby. Before you do pass out, uh, I'd love for you to share a little piece of guidance or wisdom with us uh, before you rip off into the canyons there in that beautiful 911 coupe. Well, that'll be in my dreams. I'll be driving a BMW station wagon, which is far less That's entertaining. Okay, but, pretty cool. Uh, but that being said, what we try to share with our site and what I would espouse to anyone that is trying to get into or is a stalwart part of the collector car world, it's that same advice about don't uh, make exceptions. Go find that thing that really gives you that smile, that 
happy to go walk out and look at it in the driveway or, or know that it's in the garage, know that you can be behind the wheel of it if you ever want to. I think it's why we're all part of this world is that little joy is a big part of life that really makes the rest of whatever we're dealing with so much more accessible. I would say just never make exceptions on that front. Always go for, for that one thing that is really giving you that joy, even if it doesn't make the right sense. <laughs> Absolutely. Nicely said. I'll remind everybody you can find John and the website 0260 at zero, the word Z-E-R-O, 260.com, and you can enjoy everything there. Mark, it's been a real it's been a real pleasure. I, you know, have been a fan for a long time. Thank I listen you. to the podcast constantly. And it was it was an honor to talk to you and I'm looking forward to uh hearing it in a couple of weeks. Absolutely. Well, the honor's all mine. A big shout out to uh, Cindy Meidel, uh, that PR gal that uh, put us together. She brings a lot of great guests. I've known her for a long time. She introduces me to some very inspiring automotive enthusiasts, including John Goodman here. So make sure you go to his website and check him out. You can find everything on his Cars Yeah website at CarsYow.com. Just type in John Goodman and everything will be there. John, so get back to that new little baby. Thank you for sharing your expertise and your passion with me today. Best wishes to you and your wife and little Nico. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. So much appreciated. I will not be leaving this podcast by the side of the road at all. (laughs) That's a good way to sign off. Thank you so much. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting. But what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!